Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. It's the operatic equivalent of the slip on the banana peel scene. The soprano on stage hits a high note so long and piercing that it cracks the opera glasses of the elegant dowager in the box seat. A Hollywood can do that with a trick of editing, but is it possible in real life? Well, yes, it is. But so is being struck by lightning. Both require rare convergences of particular conditions. And to understand these conditions and how they work together, a crash course in acoustics is in order. Sound is acoustic energy. Like electricity, sound energy travels through substances in waves, which excites these substances' particles and causes them to vibrate at a certain frequency. A frequency refers to the number of waves passing through a given point over a given period of time, and we measure frequency in hertz. A one hertz equals one wave per second. Meanwhile, every substance has a natural or resonant frequency, uh, the frequency at which its own molecules vibrate. For example, suppose your bass guitar playing neighbor cracks the plaster on your walls when they play a low driving bass line. The quality of your neighbor's speakers also affect the quality of the sound, but basically the frequency of a bass guitar's lower, deeper notes run from 40 to 150 hertz. Thus, the plaster's resonant frequency must fall somewhere in that range, because when a substance encounters a frequency it matches, it absorbs the energy rather than reflecting it. Glass-shattering waves carry more energy. They're shorter and choppier. Thus, more of them pass through per second at roughly 556 hertz. To shatter glass, the note's frequency must be the same as that of the glass. That's one condition. The note also has to be loud, a quality known as intensity. Intensity is measured in decibels. While conversational tones average 50 to 60 decibels, a trained vocalist might have the pipes to approach the approximately 105 decibels needed to break glass. Even then, they would have to be so close as to risk serious facial cuts if the glass does explode. More likely, a boost of electronic amplification would be needed. Finally, the glass must be strategically selected. A wine glass is a good choice. It's fine and thin, unlike, say, a beer stein, which maximizes the amount of stress per particle. An empty glass cracks more readily, although less dramatically than one containing water or wine. Air, being less dense than liquid, carries the sound better. And if you can find a wine glass with a flaw in its structure, even an invisible one, that helps by providing a weak spot. Incidentally, real-world tests involving resonant frequencies offer more than an excuse to shatter glass. Resonant frequency is the basis of ultrasonic testing, which is used to determine the safety of structures ranging from pipelines to airplanes. Ultrasonic testing is a type of non-destructive testing, which allows engineers to monitor the integrity of construction materials as, where, and while they're being used, which is preferable to otherwise dismantling a building or airplane for analysis in a laboratory. Today's episode is based on the article, Can You Really Shatter a Glass with a High Note? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Christine Benzen. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 